Hello and welcome to episode four of the Mac Reports. It's a great privilege to welcome three new guests to the podcast today. We have second team vice captain Stuart Parks. We have first team vice captain John Birchall and third team stalwart and captain for the day last Saturday, Michael Mitch Moores. So we're going to move straight on to proceedings. I'm going to welcome John Birchall to the, uh, to the microphone and he can tell us all about Saturday's games. We were away at Ermston. God knows why they're in our group, but apparently we're there away twice. Playing from one end of the square due to a pending lawsuit. Apparently a Mercedes sunroof was potted by a, a batsman. Cost the owner three grand, which the club had to reimburse. But now there's an argument about the about nets going up. Um, anyway, we lost the toss in the first game and we batted. Angus Thompson was absolutely on form. He was sublime. Technique, perfect, temperament, amazing. He scored 64 not out of 58 balls, five sixes, and he didn't hit a four till his last over. Um, yeah, we finished on 137. Bucky also contributed with 29 off 25. Really good effort with the bat. Came in with the ball, and Ermston just never looked like just never looked like scoring 137. To be fair. Uh, Paddy opened up 23 for one of four. I chipped in with 15 for one of four. Ben Kerwin, though, 19 for four of four overs. Uh, Mr. Kerwin said it was a jug because uh, there was a court behind that wasn't given. And then the batsman came off and openly admitted that he hit it. So Mr. Kerwin bought, bought the oldies a jug, which was impressive. Uh, it was the only ball Finn caught all game. Um, other bowling figures, uh, Jack Massey, 18 for two off his four. Ben Kerwin, 19 for four off four was just incredible. So, yeah, we won that game comfortably. Going into the second game, Ermston won the toss again, st stuck themselves into bat, scored 138, so very similar. Arav Sleeky, he scored 32 in the first game and 54 from 44 in the second game. He was by far their best player. Harry, I play for Lancashire, Khan, not so great. He didn't fare very well. Full toss from the Rob Porter School of Bowling from Ben Kerwin. Saw the end of him. Caught by James Cross at cover. Uh, Matt Kilcourse also chipped in with 49 of 39. He hit some big sixes. Bowling-wise, uh, Paddy, 2 for 12 off 4. Brilliant. I chipped in again, 1 for 17 off 4. Uh, Jack Mass, one for 28 of four. James Cross brought himself on for one over, 13 off it. Say no more. <laughs> Chris Moore's two for 39 off his four. Um, Bucky uh, chipped him with some runs in the first innings, but second innings, I've never seen anything quite like it. His fielding was, for want of a better word, atrocious. Um, but Ben Kerwin's full toss to get rid of Harry Lancashire Khan, caught by Cross, was by far the highlight. Uh, but no one else really came to the party and had contributed, apart from Miles Bradshaw, on his first game back, managed to score 32 off 27. Lots of reverse schweps, which uh, Curly would have enjoyed. Um, couple for fours. For me, Angus Thompson, Angus Aberdeen Thompson was... Uh, he was phenomenal. He scored thirty odd in the second game as well. He was just, he was a, he was a cut above, 
absolute cut above. So one win out of two again, faring up against Congleton next week at home. So it should be a good good day out. Fantastic. So honours uh, even, if you like. And uh, I th- I think we're going to know what the answer to this question is, John. But who was the player of the day for the first team? Angus Thompson for me, without a doubt. Ben Kerwin, second. Very, very good. Thank you very much for that, John. And welcome back to the podcast. Very nice to have you. My pleasure. Now, moving on to the second team fixture, we uh, have a debutant to the podcast. Um, whilst Michael Moores has been on with us before, Mr. Stuart Parks has not. But before we talk about the, the second team game, Stu, I must ask you um, if there's anything you wish to say in regards to the inflammatory comments made by a certain Tom Radley about your good self. All I would say is uh, winners are grinners. Very, very good, Stu. Uh, moving on swiftly to uh, the second team game, uh, please tell us who you were playing and, and how you got on. Yeah, so we um, were at the glorious uh, Victoria Road. Um, it was a great day for it and we were playing Cheadle at home. Um, and it started off fantastically. Um, Tom Radley in his third ball um, got their opener out. So the score was zero for one. Um, but unfortunately, in the first game, um, that was as, as about as good as it got as their uh, two and three decided to, to try and um, put the ball in all parts and mostly were successful. Um, so although um, they did get going, um, we did have some great bowling from Ethan. So Ethan Morris had four overs, one for 17. So he came and bowled a couple overs in the middle and the two overs at the end uh, and bowled superbly, doing a lot of different cutters, doing all sorts of the ball. Uh, and he found it really hard to get him away. Also, uh, mentions to Will Jennings, um, his first two overs did go for a few and, and he did struggle against the two uh, going after him, but he came back um, for two overs later on uh, and they were excellent uh, and really sort of helped um, cut the scoring down. But unfortunately, they, they managed to amass a total of, of 144. Um, fielding perhaps wasn't up to the usual standard uh, that we've been setting in the past couple of weeks. Um, but generally... Um, yeah, Tom Radley did chip in for one for 19 off four. Henry Mitchell, uh, one for 23 off four. And as I said, Ethan with a great spell at um, one for 17 off four. Um, but there was definitely uh, work to be done in the second game with our, our fielding and our bowling with too many extras. I think we had 23 extras overall in that first innings, um, which which left us with an uphill task. But uh, one we weren't daunted by because in recent weeks, with the last three games we've played, or the last three T20s, and we've done extremely well with the bat and coasted home generally quite easy. Um, so, you know, we went into it confident, but knew that we'd have to put up a good performance. Um, it didn't start off too well as uh, Danish Ward and James Coombe were, were quickly gone. Um, but Tom Carter came to the crease and um, scored a very quick fire 34 to really get us going. Um, but unfortunately, uh, after that, the, the card doesn't read very pretty with only uh, Henry Mitchell with uh, 10. And myself, thirteen, uh, double fig, getting double figures. Um, so unfortunately, we're, we were all out <clears throat> for ninety-nine on the last ball of the innings. Um, so Cheadle uh, romped home with a win by forty-five runs. That then led us to the second game. Um, unfortunately, I lost the toss, but they put us into bat again. Um, and the plan was to go and show a little bit more composure and try and build a total. Um, we thought if we could get around 120, 130, we'd definitely be in with a shout of the game if we improved uh, with the fit yielding and the bowling. Unfortunately, um, again, it didn't start so well. Um, Dan Isherwood was um, soon soon out, although he did make a quick fire 10. Um, then Tom Carter quickly followed. Um, but then Coombsy and uh, Longers decided to stick around for a bit and, and managed to put a good partnership together. 
Um, Coombsy departed, run out uh, for 20, uh, and Longshaw made a, a good 26. Um, but unfortunately, again, wickets um, came and went. Um, Nick Moss did make 12, uh, and Tom Radley um, sort of carried the last few overs of the innings with a very, very scratchy all-edges 19. Um, yeah, I think he, he didn't say said he didn't have the best day with the bat. He found it tough going, but um, he did manage to stick around and a few other people just contributed here and there. Um, but that left us um, on 105 off our 20 overs. So we, we did feel we were a little bit short because um, we knew they were generally a decent batting outfit, but one that we wanted to defend and, and go about seeing what we could do and put some wrongs right from the first game. And we went about it really, really well. I must say, I was really, really impressed with um, a lot of youngsters in the second team this year, uh, and they're showing a lot of fight and a lot of resilience. And, and they came back hard, um, and, and it literally um, went down to last over. And it was great to see, especially for the young ones, such a great crowd cheering us on as well at Victoria Road. It was a really good day. Lots of people having a few drinks, and, and every wicket that fell, there was a big cheer went up. So added to the atmosphere for the for the younguns especially. Um, again, everyone actually bowled reasonably pretty well. Um, Tom Radley and, and Ethan got started this time and started off really well um, Tom Radley got uh, 2 for 25 off his 4 uh, both came back at the end Ethan again was excellent Henry Mitchell and Will Jennings um, in the middle were, were decent uh, Henry 1 for 23 off his 4 Will 1 for 19 off his 4 and myself 1 for 18 off my 4 uh, but again Ethan was the standout bowler um, and he took 2 for 18 off 3.3 which perhaps tells you that, unfortunately, um, Cheadle, they got very, very close to the end. And they did mix up their batting order a little bit, but their, their sort of big guns that scored all the runs in the first game um, were in towards the end. Um, but we managed to get them out fairly cheaply and it set up a really tense finish. Um, and unfortunately, they, oh, we went into the last over with all the scores level. Ethan actually did manage to, to bowl um, two dot balls but unfortunately on the third ball they managed to get it through the field and get the runs to, to take them home but again Ethan was excellent with the ball and our, our fielding was much improved we took all our catches we fielded on the ground really well so a much improved uh, display for the second game but unfortunately in the last over um, just lost out by two wickets but a great um, fight back and we were just unfortunate towards the end but if I did have to push you for a player of the day Parksy who would that be? Oh, by, uh, by far, Ethan Morris's two spells uh, in both both games were excellent. Um, I think he finished with 7.3 overs, I think sort of three or four for about 30 runs, which in T20 cricket is, is excellent return. So yeah, Ethan Morris for my player of the day. Fantastic. Thank you very much for that, Parksy. And now moving on to our third team fixture, I'd uh, like to welcome back Mitch Moores to the podcast to tell us about the third team game, as very sadly I had to miss out with a gammy knee. Mitch Moores, over to you. Yeah, it was uh, it was more of the same, I think, uh, for us uh, on the sort of similar theme of uh, the kids sticking their hands up and... Uh, and us old folks not having to do much, really, which is quite nice. Um, so uh, we were at home to Timperley, who are a team we've got quite a good record against uh, in the main. We've had some quite tight ones against them, uh, quite a lot of uh, stitching and reverse stitching and blocking out for draws, that sort of thing. So it's always relatively competitive. There's always a, it's always a bit there in it. Um, Miles, you'll be delighted to hear that um, I upheld your incredible record of uh, losing the toss. So yeah, it was yeah more of the same. Fortunately, I I wanted to uh, I wanted to have a bowl anyway. Simply wanted to have a bat. Um, so uh, so they they got to uh, they got first dibs on what was uh, a, a a solid a solid deck at Parkside. But obviously, uh, Miles is uh, 
very much in Jimmy's ear most weeks, uh, just demonstrating why captains should never be bowlers. Um, so there was a bit of a, a bit of a green tinge there to work with. Um, we obviously, without Miles, uh, failed a late fitness test. We had Banjo come in, uh, so he opened the uh, opened the bowling with Alistair Rambo Knight, uh, so nicknamed because of his uh, because of his jazzy headband. They uh, they both got off to an okay start. Alistair probably the more threatening of the two. Uh, Banjo in his first spell never really sort of found uh, the sort of uh, found the movement and the sort of and the and the rhythm that we that we're used to. Uh, Alistair got an early breakthrough uh, where he got onto deck back and uh, took out one of their openers. Which was a fantastic ball. Uh, after that, as I said, they got they got off to a to a fairly decent start and put on fifty odd. Uh, until the introduction of uh, Sam Hughes, uh, who I think Miles have vouched for the fact he's uh, since he's been available to us this season has been uh, an absolute revelation. He's uh, looks uh, looks so useful, so threatening all the time, and just so fearless, so mature for a, for a bowler of his age to keep taking risks and keep keep doing the right things uh, so often. And he uh, got us back into the game with three relatively quick wickets, um, three of their really sort of really most dangerous batsman as well getting them with proper wickets as well two lbs in there uh he was a, a really impressive performer um after that um perhaps uh they got sort of used to the rhythm of spin a bit tony morse came on at the other end um, had a bit of joy got a wicket uh, caught by jiggy um, after that things started to get a little bit ragged maybe um a few chances went down they started to to build a bit of a total you know simply sort of turned up this week with a with a really sort of an old team, a big team, uh, and some some boys who could hit a fairly long ball. Um, so yeah, so we were looking sort of staring down the barrel of a a pretty tricky total to chase in the end. Um, that was until the introduction of uh, young Brad Porter, uh, who came in and uh, promptly sort of mopped up their tail uh, five wickets for a. For not many, let me just check here. Five wickets for thirty, uh, including getting himself on a hat trick ball and being very close to uh, very close to doing the business there. Um, so in the end, we managed to bowl them all out for two hundred and fifteen. So on that on that pitch on that day, back in second, we thought extra four overs. We had a, a relatively sort of realistic chance of chasing that. Um, so we got off to a to a fairly solid start. I mean, Ian and uh, Will. Will Morris, it's a, it's a fairly new uh, opening partnership for this year with uh, the Giraffe moving down to three. Uh, they both look really assured, have done all season, running the singles really well. Uh, came to a bit of an early uh, finish, uh, sadly, when uh, Ian was uh, undone by a really sharp piece of fielding, uh, run out by about six inches. Uh, Will continued in sort of much the same vein. He's looking really fluent uh, recently. Uh, joined by the Giraffe, uh, who you know, after a sort of slightly scratchy start, which is uh, sort of his uh, his normal fare, he sort of got back into the game and getting a bit of fluency together uh, and was quite similar to last uh, last week when he did a similar thing, got himself to 30 and was really starting to look uh, fluent and look uh, the business when he, uh, when he, when he got out. Um, following that, uh, Brad Porter came in um, and really just from ball one looked, looked really sharp. Uh, obviously buoyed by a bit of confidence from his bowling performance uh, and just made a superb 51. Um, while, while Brad was in uh, and batting with uh, Jiggy, uh, there was uh, a bit of a controversial uh, decision. 
that Will Smith uh, perhaps won't be forgiving our uh, normal captain uh, for for a while. Or he noticed that he's not made himself available for next week. I can't think that those are. Can't help but think there might be a bit of a coincidence there. Um, but following that, there was a bit of a procession of wickets, really. Uh, what I should say about Timperley uh, as a team, uh, they were they were super, superb value, just great fun to play against. A really nice bunch of blokes. Um, so we lost a few wickets, and where we perhaps normally would have uh, would have started to try and block out for a draw, you know, uh, Miles, I'm sure you'll know that I'm not a, not averse to a bit of a stitch. Um, it just didn't seem right for the sort of for the for the for the spirit of the game we played in, and for the sort of season that we're playing. It just didn't seem right to block out for a draw. So, uh, so everyone sort of went down playing the shots. Unfortunately, we we sort of uh, finished up uh, one six eight. So not sort of uh, not an embarrassment by any stretch. Um, and obviously a huge batting performance by uh, by Brad uh, to add a fifty to his five for. But yeah, so uh, on losing end in the end, but. Uh, a great bunch of blokes, and should should uh, should mention that Timpley uh, after the game, one of their players, uh, Pankaj, um, had such a good game. He actually managed to outshine Brad Porter. He got himself a fifty, a six for and a hat trick, uh, and immediately after the game was promptly marched to the bar to buy three drugs. Um, and I think everyone the Timpley plays to a man stayed out on the uh, sat on the outfield after the game for a good few pints afterwards. Uh, so that's just such a such a great thing to say, and a really sort of good way to cap off what was a great game. Yeah, really echo your sentiments there, Mitch. Firstly, um, about uh, the various performances from ourselves. Um, you know, young Sam Hughes and Will Morris kind of coming in and, and finding their feet and, and looking immediately uh, at home at senior level. Um, and you know, I, I also very much uh, agree with your decision. The kind of cricket and season that we're playing, um, whilst. You know, getting getting the stitch on at, at that appropriate time in in a different season might have been the thing to do. Um, yeah, it was really really good to see us not go down that route, especially having been on the end of a foul stitch from Ashley the week before. Um, yeah, yeah, completely completely agree with the decision, and, and just a, a very personal sort of thanks to to all the Timpley boys. As you say, stayed out on the boundary. We we had a few jokes and a, a few beers with them. Um, really great to see that. You know. Uh, we look forward to playing them next year. Um, yeah, really, really great game with some great performances. So, uh, yeah, thanks to the Timpley boys and indeed uh, some great performances from our, from our Mac lads as well. Um, and Mitch, I must push you for a player of the day. Uh, yeah, not not a, not a particularly close contest in in spite of how uh, of how good uh, and how promising sort of Sam has continued to be. Uh, but yeah, obviously uh, for a fifty under five, for uh, it's got to be the air. Uh, the junior oatcake express himself, Brad Porter. Uh, moving on to the fourth team, I'm just going to welcome in Matt Cunningham, um, who sadly, like myself, had to join the uh, the injured bench for the weekend. And uh, I'm sure he'll tell you, but Pete Langley deputised for him as captain. Um, however, Pete was uh, otherwise engaged this evening um, with his beloved. Um, but uh, Matt is here to, to tell us about the game. So uh, welcome back, Matt, and please tell us. Hello, mate. Yeah, so unfortunately, I had to also... Um handing a sick note uh, on Sunday, but thankfully Langley's did a fantastic job stepping in on late notice. So we were against Didsbury Fives at home uh, and Langley's unbelievably kept on the winning streak of winning the toss uh, this season, uh, electing to bowl first. So once again, a few senior debutants, which is great to see, uh, Ollie Jennings, Toby Wilson and Freddie Griffiths making their senior debuts on Sunday. Really positive performances. Uh, we opened the bowling with Charlie Ackley and Ollie Jennings. 
Uh, Disbury started quite quickly, but Ollie managed to get the important breakthrough. Um, and there are also some good contributions bowling. Uh, Finn Nash got two wickets. Uh, Tom Morgan got two wickets. Ollie Jennings got two wickets. Toby Wilson bowled fantastically on his three overs. Uh, but once again, Harry Martin stepped up and cleaned up the tail, taking four wickets for 20 runs off his seven overs. So we bowled Didsbury out for one, two, six off their 30 overs. So a bit of a target to be set, but we were absolutely no doubt. We opened the batting once again with Yas Jane, familiar face, top of the order. And Langers himself joined him at number two. Both started quite quickly, very positively. Unfortunately, Langers was triggered LBW out for 15. Uh, but Harry Owens came in at three, steadied the ship, scored a very useful 18. But from then on, we lost a few wickets for not very many runs. Um, there was a really good contribution from Charlotte Neal hanging around with Yash for quite a while, which was very useful. But once Yash and Charlotte went, we were in a position where we were 120 for nine, needing seven runs to win with a lot of overs left. Uh, but come of the hour, come of the man, uh, Finn Nash shows some serious metal, scoring 15 not out and scoring the winning runs with a boundary. So in a very dramatic finish and a really good crowd on Parkside, we managed to get our first league win of the season. So a great performance all in all. It's uh, really great to hear you know, loads more um, young lads um, making their debuts and some great performances um, from, from our juniors. Um, and I was there for a little bit um, and, and enjoyed some of the, uh, the sights. Um, and indeed, it was great to see such a big crowd down at Parkside on Sunday alongside the uh, Ashtree game on, on the main ground. Um, Matt, for uh, player of the day, please. A lot of big candidates, but considering that he saw us home at the end and his two wickets, I have to go for Finn Nash. Fantastic. Thanks for that. Now, moving on to next uh, weekend's fixtures, we'll first go back to um, John Birchall to tell us who the ones have got. Hi, Miles. Um, yeah, we've got Congleton at home, but uh, it appears to only be 1-2020 at the moment. So we're waiting on confirmation from Congleton uh, to James Cross uh, to decide what we're going to actually be playing and what format. Well, it has to be said that the uh, they do do it a little bit differently in Congleton. And uh, rather appropriately, we'll now move over to uh, Stuart Parks to tell us about uh, the second team game. I believe we've got uh, Didsbury um, away on Saturday and I'm guessing Frenchie will be playing two T20s as well. Who knows? The the world is Frenchie's oyster. Um, Mitch, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who have the three's got? Fortunately, you mentioned it last week, uh, Milo, so I uh, just about remember it. I think we're already at the turnaround point in our season, so we're playing uh, Stockport Twos, who uh, beats us first week of the season. We we are indeed. Uh, Matt Cunningham, who have the fours got? We are at home to Bowden Fours for a 40-over match. Bowden? Can... What did I say? Who, who are Bowden? <laughs> I've heard of Bowden. Bowden? Bow down to the Bowden. <laughs> it's one of them, mate. Matt Cunningham, that is amazing. It shall be now known forth <laughs> as Bowden. Thank you. And, uh, and, and on that bombshell, um, that was the Mac Report. And thank you very much to our respective captains for this week's episode.